Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Iron Man Prasher, and you're listening to Literal Talks. As usual, for any new listeners, thank you so much for clicking on the link. And if you are new to Literal Talks, be sure to follow or subscribe to the podcast on whichever podcasting app you prefer, so you can be the first ones to hear about any recent episodes or any new content on and related to the podcast. As usual, for my old and for my regular listeners, I am extremely thankful and happy and um. Like I said, extremely grateful for your unwavering and for your unprecedented support to me uh, in our journey so far. Now, as you guys know, or don't know if you are new, (laughs) today is our second coverage and our second episode for Trevor Noah's Born a Crime, which is our first non-fictional memoir, which we started in our last episode. If you do remember, our last episode was a bit on the shorter side and was a bit different because of the fact that I took out um, an entire segment for that book because it didn't really fit in and didn't really play well with the non-fictional side of things it was more um, you know aimed towards fictional writing and that was of course our rating and technical review of both the author and his writing in the entire book of course you can't really rate and you know technically review the writing of a memoir and a non-fictional piece so since that didn't really make any sense i took that out of rotation until we get back to the fictional side of things now if you do remember my summary was also a bit different in the last episode since i didn't really summarize in uh, the book in halves instead i decided to do it as a one you know sitting as this is a summary of the entire book in one episode that of course reduced the time of that episode and will even further uh reduce the timing of this episode so that should be something different something unique that really haven't you know hasn't happened before on the podcast and of course finally we covered our thematic segments in the last episode which was our only you know regular uh segment that stayed the same as it was we covered some great topics on um that segment and i look forward to doing the same with some other themes in today's thematic discussion as well so without anything else said you guys know what's going on you know the place so let's get right into the episode and begin our second episode and continue our discussion on this amazing amazing book amazing memoir written by trevor noah that's right i'm talking about born a crime Alright guys, so to start off the episode, I actually wanted to discuss a few things with you guys. Now, this might sound weird, but this is going to be the shortest episode that we've ever recorded on the podcast so far. Now, this is because, of course, there is going to be no summary segment since we covered the entire summary of the book in our previous episode. The technical interview uh, segment is already out of the question since, you know, I decided to not cycle it through when we're talking about non-fictional books. And if you do the math, that only leaves us with one segment, and that is our thematic discussion. Now, That means that this episode is only going to be intro, theme, conclusion. That might be a bit, you know, hard to get used to, might be a bit weird, but I just think that it will be, you know, a bit refreshing. It will be a nice change of pace and it will just be like a quick listen for you guys. It will be extremely convenient. And I feel that this episode can just sort of, uh, instead of, you know, actually being treated like a full episode, it can instead serve as, you know, sort of a bridge connecting our main episode, which was episode one of Born a Crime, to our last episode covering the same book, which will, of course, be coming out next week, which will be the review of Trevor Noah's Born a Crime. Now, speaking of that, 
I actually also thought, and you guys might question this, I actually thought of replacing uh, the thematic segment or uh, the summary segment only for this episode with something else to, you know, make it so that we aren't only talking about one thing and making it so that the episode isn't extremely, extremely abrupt. It doesn't seem that I'm in a hurry to end it. And because of that, I actually brainstormed a bunch of things that I could add. Now, firstly, I thought that I could take some of the elements from our reviewing discussion and our reviewing episode coming out next week and put them into this episode. And, you know, I, I felt that that had a lot of pros because uh, the length of each episode would be leveled out and they would, you know, sort of be more uniform that way. But I moved off of that idea since I felt that, you know, I'm already uh, disturbing this episode's, you know, agenda. Why, you know, go and disturb and... um sort of mess up the backbone and the agenda of another whole episode. So I decided to leave the re- the review episode on its own since, you know, it has its own course working very, very well and the agenda and everything uh, is well set there. So I-, I decided to leave that alone. Now, instead of that, I moved on to another idea. And that was that what if I take one of the elements that I have taken out of rotation right now in my reviewing episodes and put them in the place of the summary segment and discuss those, not for any marks or not for any points or anything, just as a point of discussion. Now, my first and my leading uh, idea for this was that I maybe I discussed some characters uh, in Born a Crime. Now, uh, this is spraying in my mind, and if you do remember, I was saying that characters aren't really a viable discussion point in non-fictional novels, since there aren't, there isn't, you know, a lot, a huge cast of characters, usually in non-fictional memoirs. Now, as I started thinking of that, though, I, I actually started brainstorming the characters that are present within the novel. Of course, you have Trevor, you have his mother, you have his grandma, you have his, uh, you have his father, you have his friends. You have so many characters that I actually hadn't really taken into account when I was making that claim, and I apologize for that. So when I actually made that discovery, and once I actually realized that, I thought that, you know, since there are actually so many characters, why am I even taking the character element out of the reviewing episode and because of that i decided i've decided to put the character element back the in our reviewing episode so you will see uh still the character discussion coming soon next week now because of that i kind of ran out of ideas i you know couldn't really think of anything that could uh viably and um strongly replace uh the summary segment while still keeping the authentic uh the authenticity and you know the strength of the episode uh as strong as the summary makes it and to make sure that i the, the episode doesn't get too clunky it doesn't get so uh you know like it doesn't get in a way where you feel that I'm trying to drag the episode on as long as it can be i decided to leave it alone i thought that you know maybe you know, whatever. Let's let's see how uh, this episode works out. It might be refreshing. It might be different, and we'll just go from there. So I know I've taken like five minutes explaining this, but I just wanted to get that out there before uh, we start our only discussion for the episode. And now that we've done that, let's get into our thematic discussion for today, which marks as the only discussion that we will be having on the podcast for this episode. Let's get into it. Alright guys, so with a quick outline and just a quick, you know, introduction and a reminder of what the agenda and what the episode for today is going to look like, let's just quickly get into the episode with our only uh, discussion point and talking point in this entire episode, and that is of course our thematic discussion. 
So if you do remember, uh, in the last episode, again, our thematic discussion was one of the main uh, talking points, one of our main sections, again, in that episode as well. Since, like I said in my previous episode, I really wanted to focus more on the themes of this novel because I feel that this novel is extremely rich in its understanding. It's really rich in its morals and there's so much knowledge and wisdom that can be drawn out um, from this novel and those are, of course, all stored and all that knowledge and wisdom is contained, in my opinion, within the thematic discussions, within the thematic choices that are made in this novel as well. Now, speaking of that, if you also remember, uh, in our last episode, I also covered the three themes, or mentioned rather, the three themes that we will be covering on the podcast in terms of Born a Crime. One of those we have already covered in our previous episode, that was of course the theme of identity and belonging to a community. And today we will be covering our second of those three themes, and this will be the theme of love, uh, the role that that plays in a person's life, and how family upbringing shapes us in our future selves, and how um, you know the environment that we grow up in eventually translates into the type of person that we become. Now, of course, that will only leave one uh, theme, as it should, for our next episode, which will be our reviewing episode, and that will be the theme of resiliency and how you can be resilient in tough times through multiple coping mechanisms, things like humor, things like comedy, things like religion, and just a bunch of other devices that are, you know, exemplars and are provided within the book, and also my opinions on resiliency and how to cope with uh, problems that you might face in your life. Anyways, that is another intriguing discussion by itself, but before that, let's get into today's discussion about love and family upbringing. Alright guys, so to start off our discussion for today, I just wanted to say that I feel that this theme of love and, you know, the bond of a family and how familial values shape who we are is a theme that is almost predominant, and it's one of the most dominant themes, I would say, within the entire novel, since... You know, if you think about it, and if you, it doesn't really take a lot to see this, but if you think about it, uh, this entire book is a story of a mother and her child. And this book can almost be served as a gift from Trevor to his mother, who, you know, was the only parenting figure he had in his life for much of his, you know, um, influential years. And she often considered uh, him and his mother a team. And, you know, they loved each other. They progressed together. And because of that, I feel that this book is filled with knowledge about love and how, you know, families, even though you might not realize it, are always trying to shape you for the better. And I feel that that is a story that Trevor Noah is trying to tell through his book. And I feel that that can clearly be seen in... uh, you know, the chapters that really talk about his upbringing. Because in that time, Trevor's mother always tried to get him a better lifestyle than she had. She wanted to provide him with a better life than um, other people on their block. She wanted to provide him with the best life, with uh, the best lifestyle, with the best personality that he could have, like most mothers do. And to ensure that, we often see her being extremely strict to, uh, with him and extremely, uh, not harsh, but like I said, uh, strict and uh, extremely rigid uh, with him in the book. She has a no-nonsense demeanor about breaking the rules or pushing the law. And because of that, we often see her and Trevor almost have a love-hate relationship where they, of course, love each other uh, extremely, extremely uh, deeply and they have a lot of love for each other. 
But because Trevor is, you know, more of a naughty child, and even though because of the fact that he is always breaking the rules, uh, he, him and his mother are always, you know, uh, almost fighting each other, with each other as his mother is almost constantly seen punching him uh, within his childhood. But even though I feel that the book does an extremely good job of representing this, and I feel that this theme is extremely important, in that it shows that even though, um, you know, Trevor is being punished, all of it is to ultimately give him uh, the understanding that he is in the wrong, so he doesn't make the same mistakes when he's older. Now, this is a basic concept, but I feel that... Um, Trevor's upbringing and his life and the way his mother disciplined him and, um, you know, uh, brought him up in his childhood. I feel that this is a great exemplar of uh, the selfless figures and, uh, you know, the loving figures that not not only mothers, but uh, our parents and our family are. I feel that this book was a great reminder of the sacrifices that uh, mothers, that parents make to ensure that their child has a better life, to ensure that their child uh, uh, that they're providing their child with the best life uh, and with the best resources and with the best values and understanding that they possibly can. Now, another thing that I really loved about, um, you know, this theme of love and this theme of family upbringing was that Trevor's uh, mom, even because I feel that she is, like I said, one of the main figures that is uh, highlighted often within the book. And what I really loved about her was that like I said, underneath uh, her punishment was always love. It always came out of a place of compassion. It always came out of a place of understanding. It came out of a positive place. And I feel that Trevor, uh, you know, like he says himself, he struggled to understand this when he was younger. And that, of course, uh, influenced his relationship with his mother a little. But as he grew up, he started to see the fact that his mother always punished him, always um you know, scolded him out of a place of love. And that is, of course, embodied when his mother uh, marries his stepfather, who is obviously Abel. And once that happens and he starts being punished by him, he starts seeing that Abel's punishments don't come from a place of love. They don't come from a place of positivity. They don't come from a place of compassion. They come from a place of anger. They come from a place of hatred. And he sees and starts to see Abel as a man who punishes him not to make him better. He doesn't. He starts to see that uh, even though he is being punished by his stepfather, it isn't because uh, his stepfather wants his progression. It's only to unload himself of the anger and uh, the negative qualities and the values that are filling up inside him. Now, I say this and I mention this because I feel that it really puts into perspective for Trevor uh, the love that his mother had for him because um, he, he starts to see that even though uh, her punishments were harsh, even though you know uh, he was punished often, it all came out of a place of positive reinforcement. It all came out of a place of compassion and of uh, a, a loving nature. And I feel that that is uh, a brilliant and a beautiful revelation that you often get to see uh, throughout the novel uh, as you know Trevor progresses and as he starts to grow up. Now, of course, his mother isn't the only factor or isn't the only learning point that Trevor has or isn't the only um, 
you know, <laughs> I, I sort of lost my words there, but but she isn't the only uh, exemplar of love, and she isn't the only provider of love within Trevor's life. Uh, in t- in his entire life, he has a complicated uh, complicated progression with love, as we see him dedicate a lot of his chapters in his book to his understand to his progression to uh, his journey to understand what love means. And I feel that I think it was around three or four chapters. I would say I I'm not exactly sure right now, but within those chapters, I feel that those are some of the most important chapters that are written within the book because I feel that. Uh, you know, he really dictates and he really records the journey that he has and the understanding that he starts to develop as he grows up about love. And I feel that that is an incredible journey that he has recorded within his book, because I feel that, you know, in those chapters, he learns so many important teachings and so many important things about love. Things like, you know, you don't own the person that you love. And I feel that that is seen during his um you know, relationship with his dog when he realizes that uh, she had been going off to see another kid. And I feel that uh, even though it is a basic example and even though it is a little thing, I feel that this really helps him learn so many important facts about love. And I feel that because he has this much exposure to a positive value and a positive, you know, um, you know, like I said, a positive value and a positive outsource like love. I feel that this is one of the main reasons that he was able to break out of a um, almost an everlasting chain of poverty and violence. And I feel that his mother once again played a huge role in that as well. Since because he had a parent like that who was desperate to make sure and who was adamant that she didn't want her child growing up in the environment that she did, I feel that that was the main reason that Trevor was able to eventually reach the level of success that he is at today. And that is the reason that he was able to come out of this cycle of poverty and violence and was able to go on to achieve better things. And I feel that that is another uh, you know, beautiful connection and a beautiful uh, lesson and a moral that can be found within the book. Now, the last thing I actually wanted to mention about love and wanted to mention about this uh, family upbringing that Trevor had was just one last note about his relationship with his mother. And I actually just wanted to quote one of the sentences within the book. And that was when, you know, Trevor is old enough and before one of the main things that happens in the book, which is, of course, where he goes to jail for doing an illegal activity. And before that happens, I, I the, the quote that his mother says will always just stay, stay with me for a long time. And that is, of course, where she tells him that when she beats him, she beats him out of love, like I've been saying. But when they beat him, they, of course, by the system, by uh, the police or by anyone else, they beat him to kill him. And I feel that that is an incredible quote that just really sums up this theme perfectly because I feel that it really shows that whenever uh, someone who is close to you or someone who uh, cares dearly about you is, you know, uh, reprimanding you or is uh, scolding you or in any way is, you know, being, um, not negative to you, but is being harsh with you is because they're doing it out of a place of love. And I feel that this book uh, or this quote rather was a beautiful summary of that because 
it shows that you know family but more particularly parents and mothers and fathers they are one of the only selfish relationships that a person ever has a, a relationship that a parent has with their child is one of the most selfless relationships that there ever is in the world and i feel that this book and this quote specifically really sums that up beautifully because only a parent would care that much that they would you know rep uh, repetitively and constantly uh, be making so many efforts to ensure that their child is a you know a beacon of righteousness almost and is you know an embodiment of those values and i feel that this book like i said and this theme in the book was just so extremely well written and i feel that trevor's life uh, his relationship with his mother his upbringing and you know just his uh, a journey and progression and his knowledge about love and uh, you know the knowledge that he gained about love as he grew up all of these i feel were just a great reminder of what love really means and what uh you know strong or what family upbringing or family uh, familial values really mean and uh, what uh you know a huge role that they play in a person's life as they grow up and yeah i'll leave it there like i said i feel that this is one of the most dominant and one of the most uh heartfelt themes uh, that is written in the entire novel and i absolutely loved um <laughs> that's kind of ironic but i i really enjoyed there we go um reading about this theme of love and uh the part and the role that love played in Trevor's life and with that said i'll leave it there that's my thematic discussion for the day i hope you as always enjoyed it and that will also be the end of the episode like i said we only have one segment for today so before we finally end the episode let's just wrap it up and tie a bow on top of it with a quick conclusion But yeah guys, that will be it for this episode. I know it feels like we just started, but like I said, I wasn't really considering and treating this episode like an entire episode. I was more considering it as a transitioning piece and more of like a bridging discussion from our first main episode uh last week to our reviewing episode and to our concluding episode uh for Brona Crime coming in next week. So, anyways, with that said, I hope you enjoyed what you heard uh heard here today and if you did go on to enjoy the content, I would really appreciate if you uh, subscribed or followed or liked the podcast on whichever podcasting app you prefer and it would mean a lot to me if you spread the word about the podcast to um, people you know anyone you think would find the podcast interesting as that helps the podcast grow and you know it uh, helps us become more um available and more people will join our family as a whole but yeah with that said that will be a wrap on this bridging discussion let's call it that and uh, be sure to be on the lookout for our main episode the reviewing episode coming out next week with that said i'm your host armin prasher you just heard literal talks and i'll see you guys as always in the next one bye bye <laughs>